Hello, everybody. Okay. I realize it's been a long minute since I made a podcast. I'm feeling a little better tonight than I usually do. I have my usual um, drink. I'm going to try to make this video less than 30, uh, 30 minutes. Let's see how it goes. Okay, first off, um, this isn't going to be like a normal podcast. I'm going to be covering some rather unusual things. Or at least a few of them. Okay. <clears throat> now, first off, I promised one of my viewers uh, <clears throat> that I would cover, th that I would research this story that I have as far as it goes. Uh, more may develop, and if it develops, I'll cover that. I'll try to cover that too. Um, I don't know if any of the rest of you know, but I didn't know this. But in Pennsylvania, there was a truck crash in which a hundred lab monkeys were uh, escaped, I guess. <coughs> uh, this truck full of lab monkeys was improperly uh, strapped down. And, hold on. What happened? Sorry, wife's phone. We're having all kinds of issues with it. This truck that had monkeys in it that wasn't properly strapped down. There are three monkeys to a cage. is hauling ass in Pennsylvania. The driver gets off, uh, was it off the highway and then back on the highway. Crashes into, I believe it was a garbage truck. Which caused a wreck and they ended up mishandling and somehow managed to have 100 lab monkeys free. Some were in cages and these... Lab monkeys were, uh, they had monkey hepatitis B. There's only been one reported case of human-to-human -human transmission of, uh, monkey hepatitis, or whatever, herpes B. Um, but it's funny, because they rounded up all the animals, and then people were, I, I read several of the stories, and then one man come, what are they doing with lab monkeys in Pennsylvania? Here's the, here's the quick and short of it. We, we test a lot of things on animals. A lot of companies do this. You will have to get used to them. This is part of the research and development. They test different things out on different animals. They use pigs for certain things. They use bats for certain things, as with COVID. <clears throat> they, <coughs> they use lab monkeys. In this case, it was the long-tailed macaque. Now, knowing the name isn't, doesn't seem that important, and it really isn't. But these ant, we we bring them in by the hundreds. I think I, said, I read an article where it says we test on we bring in about one hundred sixty thousand uh, monkeys every year to test them uh, in the name of science. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just reporting what it is. I actually did some research. Uh, did some research on why monkeys were being transported. It's normal. It's not normal for the jackass driving the truck to not fucking properly batten down the uh, cages and speed and wreck into stuff. But it is perfectly normal, and has been for well over fifty years to transport animals, uh, uh, lab uh, animals. Nobody raises a huge fuss about it. Well, because we don't know. Well, that's... I've known about this for decades. 
but here's the thing uh, some lady had a monkey hiss in her face and she had issues uh, I think it was something like she broke out in pink eye and has a horrific cough or some shit like that but there's no more reporting on that I've already I just checked on that before I came on air now the funny part is that a bunch of right-wing conspiracy nuts decide to go balls out on this. And using Occam's razor, the simplest explanation is usually the best one. <clears throat> now, if you don't know, a lot of a lot of the uh, right-wing extremists, and uh, indeed a lot of them. Uh, Trump endorsers, I'm not saying this is a Trumper thing all the way. This is just like right-wing nut job shit. But here's the deal. They grabbed up on the story and they started asking questions. Well, what are they trying to do? Start another coronavirus? Or start a worse wave? No. Lab monkeys are normal. We just don't ever hear about them because, well, who gives a damn? If they're testing lab monkeys and it saves... If they, if they kill like 100,000 lab monkeys but save 2 million people... Doesn't matter. No humans die. Yes, you can. If the animal becomes too endangered, they stop testing on it. Of course, you know scientific method. But yeah, apparently a bunch of right-wing uh, conspiracy theorists, like, uh, namely Alex Jones, and I hate saying Alex Jones on my program, but he picked up on that story and apparently fucking run a uh, run a poll with it. And it's gaining traction. I've heard of one or two people say they've heard of the story now, but almost nobody else I know has heard of it. You guys can correct me if I'm mistaken about it. I didn't even know about it until I was told about it. I heard about it from a friend on MeWe. Yes, she knows who she is. So the story was a fluff piece to build up this. Well, we're experimenting on things that'll make us. Uh, that'll. They're experimenting on the monkeys that way. It'll be more effective against humans. No. Monkeys are tested uh, tested with medi experimental medicines all the time. You may think it's a cons It's not. Drop the conspiracy nut thing. I get it raises some flags, ethically. But it's been done for more, uh, longer than most of and most people watching this have been alive. We've been experimenting with animals, uh, with science, for shit, decades, if not centuries. But that takes care of that first story. It's not a story worth getting emotionally invested in. If you do, I really do ask, I really do bequeath you the patience to just let that story run dry. And yes, in issues like this, it's Occam's razor, the simplest explanation. The guy was in a hurry, he was probably behind on time. They weren't trying to, there was no secret plan to fucking release the monkeys into the wild and infect uh, an even deadlier plague upon mankind. Simple fucking accident. Okay, now that I've got that uh, covered, um, this may piss one or two of you off. Right-wing extremism on the rise. This is becoming a thing. I'm not saying that the left-wing uh, extremism has gone away. I did not say that at all. But I've noticed, and I've looked on YouTube, I look up both sides of everything. <clears throat> so I'm really being bipartisan, if you will, or apolitical on it. But there has been a huge uptick in 
radical right-wing extremism. There's a guy who was threatening, uh, there was a guy who was planning on sh uh, shooting Joe Biden because God told him to. If a God tells you to kill somebody for no reason, I'd say you are a nut job and an extremist. I'm not saying that, and I've said this multiple times, you can be a Trump supporter and still not be an extremist. You can be a right-winger and still not be an extremist. An extremist is like all the people who uh, do this weekend warrior bullshit where they go to a camp and learn how to fire paintballs or weapons training and all this other crap because the end is coming. They've been saying that for more than 20 years. It ain't happened yet. I don't see it happening. But this right-wing extremism is like, well, I'm getting message. You need a therapist. Like here... <clears throat> we're having an issue with mental health issues. And people are like, well, what's the solution? We had a solution. We have a place called Good Shepherd. When somebody became seriously too loony to fit in society, ship them to Good Shepherd. They get taken care of then. Well, Brownback shut that fucking place down. He replaced the committee with one guy he emptied out uh, good, uh, good Shepherd, and all the crazy people got released. All the mentally unwell, all this crap. It's like, well, we can't. No, you. There's a reason they're there. So now we have crazies all over the place trying to make their way into fitting into society. And yes, cops shouldn't have to be equipped to deal with every level of psychosis and dementia and delusion that there is. They simply don't get. They simply don't get paid enough to do that. You got to think these shrinks that see these people usually make ninety dollars an hour. I am not kidding. Ninety dollars a session, which is usually forty-five to an hour. If the cops are getting paid that, I can see it. But most cops, as far as I know, just just go, just getting to police academy. You're getting paid twenty-five an hour, I think. Not quite enough to fit that shrink bill. I mean, it's good as I know some de-escalation techniques, but you don't always have to do that. But <coughs> a lot more nut jobs coming out of the woodwork. <coughs> um, the left-wing nut jobs are actually that's that's actually steadied off, plateaued. But from what I'm hearing and understanding, the right-wing extremism is on the rise and it's beginning to slowly look like a gentle upwards facing slope. Think of that what you will, I'm just reporting. Next one could take, let's see, we're at uh, 11 minutes. We got enough time to deal with the next one. <coughs> I entitled this next segment, if you will, the beginning of the end for trans trash. Now, without going off the deep end, trans trash is not saying that all trans people are trash, because most of them aren't. What I'm talking about is those people who flat out will do anything to avoid explaining themselves and def uh, setting up certain definitions. For example, 
I was watching Odin's Men, and it, I watch it for the uh, funny crap on there, and the ludicrous sh stuff that's on there too. But he was airing an episode. He was watching a cut-up bit of the Doctor Phil show, where they're talking to a man who disagrees with a trans man, some other guy in the middle, and then a trans woman. The trans man is a chick with some kind of 80s punk rocker hairdo, I think. Really wasn't all that... And she said like two sentences and she was done. But the trans woman... It looks like a guy. Long hair, makeup. But this person has a beard. And apparently still has the downstairs bits. What got me is when the guy tells the, the cis male, if you will, the regular guy, ask the trans woman, what is a woman? I don't know what a woman is. I don't think there's a definition. Blah, 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 blah. All this flexing around the question, this trans woman did not know, could not define what a woman is. Asked him to define what a woman is. One who has female DNA, a vagina, uterus, ovaries, breasts, and they don't have to work. They just have to have the lady bits. They just have to have that crap. That they just have to have it, uh, the lady parts in them. <clears throat> and next thing you know, the trans man is like, well, male and females is a, a social construct. There are issues with that. The trans woman could not define what a woman was. What is a woman? What defines a woman? <clears throat> and they dodge around the question the entire time. The, the whole uh, cut up, edited uh, interview, this trans woman dodges the question instead of just answering it because, well, they don't want to pen themselves in to a corner they can't get themselves out of. Well, I don't know what a woman... I don't think anybody knows what an actual woman is. If you're defining it by genes and the normal uh, uh, body parts, some women can't have kids. Uh-huh. She's still got a vagina. She still has ovaries, fallopian tubes. Her eggs may be dead, or she may not be born with any. But a vagina is the important part. And chromosomes. Whether we like it or not, that still dictates quite a bit. Now, there's an argument for sex versus gender versus gender identity. And I think this triple, tri uh, triple triangle is something that needs to be infinitely more honed in to define. We know what sex is. Sex is a bit between your legs. I mean... This is over 200, if not 2,000 years of science. Maybe pseudoscience as it started out with, but it still may, it still is maintained 2,000, if not more years later. <coughs> Gender is, well, from a professional standpoint, sex is between your legs, gender is between your ears. Then you have gender identity. 
gender identity isn't isn't necessarily a set thing. What is a set thing is I and I love doing this to certain people. Some maybe consider it trolling. I don't care. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it anyway. I've asked a few people this question, and they always, always give the same response. What do you feel, what do you choose to be today? Invariably, the only thing, the only thing they need to do is shut the uh, shut the hell up. Like literally, from that moment, from the time I ask the question, to the time where we move on. The best thing they can do is stonewall me. Honestly, it's the best thing. What are you choosing to be today? Logically, if you're made, if you were born a male and you find yourself feeling a whole lot more feminine than that, it wasn't a choice. But and in the real world, they have, all of them are dumb, um, almost everybody I've ever asked is dumb enough to actually answer the question. How do you choose what you're going to be from day to day? They always give me a bad answer. The best answer is not saying a goddamn thing. If you validate being, uh, if you validate the fact that I'm telling you you choose it. You're eliminating the entire struggle for your LGBT ideology that you're pushing, or whatever. If you discover that you're more effeminate and enjoy that, and you feel more feminine than you masculine, then it's not a choice of what you feel like that day. It's how do you feel today? What do you feel like today? If you answer back to what you choose to be, that you're you're automatically disqualified in my book. And I don't mean that to be judgmental, but it is a, it's a trick question. It honestly is a question you cannot answer. If you answer, if you answer in any way other than I don't choose, I just am. If you answer anything, if you're answering along that guideline. I tend to listen. If you say, well, I decide by net. You can't use decision or decide. I think I'm going to be eh, wrong. Dead wrong. Just killed your own argument. I think I'm going to be means you're choosing. And I've got a lot of gay and lesbian and some a few transsexual friends and I treat them like humans I don't bat I don't bash them I ask them intelligent questions and most of them are so flabbergasted that I would have you're not supposed to ask me that why not how do I know I'm straight because I get an erect penis when I see a woman that I like and when I look at men naked it doesn't turn me on it's more of okay they do or do not have a nice body. I mean, I look at it in art sense or science. I don't go look at a guy's and cock. Yeah, I don't do that. But gender identity is more. You got sex, which is uh, 
more of a fixed thing. Then you've got gender, which is up in the head, and then gender identity. Gender identity is more of an abstract, which is weird because a lot of people are like, no, it's uh, gender identity isn't an abstract. It's more of an abstract because you, your brain, there are connections being made that you can't concretely pin down yet. Okay, and then there's the annoying habit of changing definitions just to feel better. <coughs> when you say that a trans woman is a woman. Okay. Here's a couple of qualifying questions that always, uh, that always tend to irritate people. Okay. If a trans woman is a woman, what makes a woman a woman? Because women who are born and are chromosomally women are going to have differences from women who are uh, different from the trans women. Trans women are usually born with a penis and assigned. I just hate word assigned. They, identi they identify you based on their genitalia. Is a physical, concrete thing. It's, well, let's wait till the child decides what they are. No! Doing that is already psychologically fucked up and damaging. Whoever thought of that crap should be horsewhipped. If they choose to cho change their identity, I don't care if it's not hurting me. But generally, when people say, well, I was assigned this at birth because you had a penis or you had a vagina. There's a reason you're assigned that because that is what your body is telling the world it is. If you're born without sex organs, you're just born with a pee hole and a uh, anus. You are then physically asexual. And if you're born with both sets of genitalia, you are then intersex or hermaphrodite. There's only four possible gender. There's only four possible sexes. I almost said gender. Genders, I'm not sure about. Gender identities, they're. It's way too complicated to, get, uh, complicated to get into. But changing a definition of what a woman is can change it, can bend things enough so that you bend the conversation to being what you want just because it makes you feel better. Life, science, and facts do not back that up. And I figure I'm going to get something from my daughter out of that one, at least a rise. Okay, now we ha then we have science versus social science. Science, <coughs> science for the most part is immutable. There are things like uh, particles of the subatomic or atomic level. There are certain particles that disappear and then reappear someplace else randomly. But we know uh, we know certain laws of physics only apply when they're being watched. Others do not. But science, when we provide an explanation. Provided we understand the underpinnings of everything there, uh, there has to do with that, it's immutable. You cannot prove it wrong, because many people have tried, and if they can't, if if they can't reproduce the results, then it is not a sustainable theory. Then we have social science. Okay, here's an example, and I'm not trying to make this just one thing, but. For instance, with, say, COVID, just because it's there, the blatant elephant in the room, let's fucking flog that bitch to death. The scientists are telling us one science, 
actual science is telling us something else. Science, the stuff that scientists have been, actual scientists have been using for years, <coughs> tells us bad illness going around, it's killing the elderly. So, what do you do? You don't, you quarantine those who are sick and those who could become sick, the elderly, and in bad, uh, bad health and underlying conditions, you quarantine them. You do not quarantine everybody in, the, uh, everybody in a given country or a given uh, area. Just because you're afraid of the old people dying off. That's not how science works. Now, science also tells us that like with the Omicron variant, you catch it, it doesn't kill you. You now have antigens against COVID. That being said, my wife recently got the, sh uh, recently got the shot to save her job. She didn't want to, but she also likes her job. So I get it. I didn't badger her about it. I told her it was her choice, as it should be. She's an adult. I am I have still chosen to not get a shot because of the backhanded, backstabbing pseudoscience. Get the shot. It'll keep you from dying. Well, people died before the shot. People died getting the shot. And people are still dying. What's funny to me is, is if you're the if you're a member of the elderly population or the uh, the baby boomer generation, and you don't get the shot because oh it's bad science, you get COVID, you almost die. In fact, some of them are on uh, the waiting list for lung transplants now. You're seventy years old. You're wanting a new lung? Piss off. I'm sorry, if I hit 70 years old and a new version of COVID comes up and destroys, it starts destroying my lungs, hey, put me on an iron lung for like a couple months. If I can't breathe after that, fuck it, off me. Who cares? I'm 70. But some of these people, well, I still got a long life lived and they die. I've heard, I've literally seen a case, I've literally seen a couple cases actually of somebody who's like 70 or 80. It almost killed me. It took me a year to recover. And they've got diabetes, high blood pressure, they're on insulin, they're on massive amounts of insulin, they're on a lot of heart medicines to keep their asses going. And then COVID destroys their body like, well, I wish I'd have gotten the shot. You're 70, be happy you lived that long. A hundred years ago, most of your relatives wouldn't have lived to half that, uh, wouldn't have lived that long. <clears throat> now. <clears throat> the point of all that is science tells us if a certain segment of the population is affected, the elderly, and in poor health with a lot of underlying health conditions, or I keep seeing these commercials about, well, my husband died in the hospital, he loved it, and this lady is like very big, like She's somewhere around 40 or 50, and she is like 300 or 400 pounds. They show a picture of her husband, and he's got to be four to 500 pounds. You're morbidly obese. You weigh like you you weigh what five you weigh at least what three four adult human beings are supposed to weigh all put into one. Not fat shaming. I'm just saying, medically speaking, you're way out of shape. Now, 
Science teaches us that if you're that overweight and you have and you're taking taking some medications to control, you know, diabetes, heart disease, <coughs> all that crap, then you probably will get COVID and die from it. Science also teaches us the same thing I just said before. You catch it, you have antigens against COVID. Now they're pushing uh, the reason they're pushing the COVID thing so hard now is because number one they do seem to kind of work they work in, ge in general population in bigger numbers than because uh, like I think it's I checked on it we're not we uh, even with our death right now it's like almost to nine hundred thousand here's the issue with the nine hundred thousand we're so fucking worried about nine hundred thousand people. I get some of you have lost, may have lost friends or family members to COVID, but here's the issue with uh, with the whole numbers game. If you take all the people who died in America and compare it to the po entire population of America, less than one percent have died. Last I checked, it was 0.259 percent of America has died. If it was five percent, I'd see a reason to worry. But we're not even the 1% of the population dead. So yeah, I think it's overhyped. I think I think uh, a lot like with the uh, with the Delta variant. The reason the Delta variant went as far as it did is because COVID hit India, and India doesn't require vaccinations of any kind for most of their lives. When you travel there, you have to get vaccinated. When you travel back, you have to get vaccinated, I think, for certain things. But in India, they don't vaccinate. They don't have a program like we do to vaccinate against certain things. So the, uh, so the, COVID, uh, so the COVID disease was allowed to morph into its strongest form, which was Delta. That killed a slew of people. But Omicron came from South Africa, which is a developed part of the world. And because it developed there, it had very little room to mutate. It had to mutate slightly, and then boom. It went to, uh, COVID went to India, and it had free reign. They were burning bodies in the side of the street. I saw the newscasts. I looked this shit up. Yes, they were literally burning. They would throw the uh, stacks of bodies outside, four and five high, and set them on fire to burn COVID away. <laughs> that's how bad COVID was there. That's how bad. Uh, that's how bad the uh, Delta variant was. Now, remember, I'm t I'm trying to inform you that science and uh, social science are not the same thing. Social science tells you take the vaccine, be safe. Okay, when can we stop wearing masks? Do we have to wear masks until the, until the old people are dead? I don't want to wear a mask for thirty fucking years because. Some old fart doesn't want to die early. He's 70. He's trying to hit 100. I care. I have a wife and children to think about. And I usually use basic idiot logic. Not pseudoscience. And another reason they're pushing the vaccine so heavily is because they've got 1.2 trillion dollars, I believe. It's either trillion or billion in uh, going to pay these companies. Enjoy it. I'm not going to partake in it because I don't know what's going to happen. 
do I support childhood vaccination? Absolutely. Polio, all those childhood illnesses, we need to protect it against them. COVID is too new. We're just now coming into, a, uh, what is it, our third year with this crap? And just starting our full, our, our full two years of having COVID restrictions on all this crap. And we're coming up now on the first full year of vaccines being available after they were fucking rushed, I think, too fast. But enough of my opinionations. Y'all have a great night. Think about what I said. If you want to comment back, you can. You might not want to. You might not like the answer, but... And in case you want an update on me, <coughs> I have been busy. Very, very busy doing maintenance man things. And, yeah, I just barely found time to do this. So, peace out. Hallelujah. Have a good weekend. Peace. Uh...